Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Welcome to What Goes Bump the Night. My name is Riley Clark, and alongside me as always is... Trevor Jensen. And we're back with episode 89. 9-9-9-9-9-9. I'm not German, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) No, today we're Celtic. I don't know how to do a Celtic accent. I don't know. I don't even have an Irish accent. So. Oh, let me go kiss the Blarney Stone there, eh? <laughs> Wait, that's the... I kind of added a Canadian twist to it, but yeah. I get, the Blarney Stone is the only thing that I know about that's, like, in that region. <laughs> but that that's about it. Other than that, like, Celtic mythology, super new to me. Yeah. Other than leprechauns. Jameson? Yeah, well, and Jameson. Jameson is pretty damn smooth. <laughs> I mean, they know how to drink over there. But, I mean, there's some, you know, things that everyone knows about Celtic mythology and that's st patrick's day coming up soon coming up soon very soon like next week your green beer and could have already passed if you're listening to this episode your four leaf clovers and your your pretty green beers and you're getting too drunk to realize that it was st patrick's day chasing rainbows chasing the leprechaun for his pot of gold there (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it obviously leprechaun being the one Thing that stands out in my mind like when you think something. well i think st patty's day all i can think of is like people wearing those green bowler hats and then they like i'm after you eat by the gold and i'm like go get the lucky charms bro go get me some marshmallows <laughs> watch gold i just think of people dressing in green and going to the streets to drink beer or getting pinched because the americanized <laughs> way of st patty's day we're going on a pedal pub Wait, that's it. Pub crawl! <laughs> we don't even call them pubs in America. Well, I want them to be pubs because pubs sound like they're more fun. Pub sounds way cooler. They're way cooler than, I'm going to the bar tonight. No, I'm going to the pub. The old pub to have a stout. There used to be an Irish pub that I went to. It was right next to my house when I lived in Grand Rapids. Ooh. Went there all the time. Q&T's. I love Shout it. Shout out. Shout out to the old establishment that used to house my alcoholism. <laughs> amazing all right well why don't we just dive into some of the old old text not really it's more like wikipedia decided to give me some information i'm gonna read back to you guys so uh celtic mythology is the mythology of celtic polytheism theism polytheism i don't know if that's right how you say it but i'm gonna say it like that the religion of the iron age celts like other iron age europeans the early celts had polystatic mythology and religious structure for Celts in close contact with ancient Rome, such as Gullus and who this is a fun one, Celebitarians. Good with me. Thinks it's right. <laughs> Their mythology did not survive the Roman Empire. Their subsequent conversion to Christianity and the loss of their Celt- Celtic languages. I, I keep wanting to say Celtics. Yeah. Like really bad, and I don't know why. Yeah, because of the freaking basketball team. Yeah, because Boston has the Celtics, and I always love watching that basketball team from growing up, watching them beat the shit out of the Pistons every year. Man. Except for 2004. Except for 2004. 
They fucking suck, man. <laughs> the Celts, who maintained either political or linguistic identities, such as Gaelis in Ireland and Scotland, the Welsh in Wales, and the Celtic Britons of southern Great Britain and Britannia, left vegis... Wow. Vegestigal? Vegetal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Sure>. Yeah. <laughs> Remnants of their ancestral mythologies that were put into written form during the Middle Ages. Put into layman's term, it's really fucking old. Yeah. Like Celtic mythology it goes, goes way back. A huge population of people. Yeah. And thank God it didn't get lost in translation when they converted themselves to Christians. Because, you know, like when many civilizations convert to other sort like other forms of religion or other forms of living you usually lose all of the substance that you had previously accumulated yeah so the disney like, effect the, <laughs> yeah the disney effect that's the perfect way of putting it like one of the creatures i guess we could talk about it now kind of overwent that like transformation star wars just kidding <laughs> not star wars the, what is the thing kelpie Yep, Kelpie. I call it the water horse. Yeah, it looks like a freaking horse, but it's like a zombified horse. Really demonic looking, and it hangs out. It's a water creature. Water horse. Water type. It's, <laughs> it's a water, a water type. type. <laughs> I choose you, Kelpie. <laughs> Kelpie. 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 Whatever. Same it's, thing. I don't it's think a cult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Amazing. We think we're too funny. Um, Ridiculous. <laughs> but it feeds on humans, drags them, drags us into the water, and throws your entrails on the throws, old shoreline. Yeah, because that's exactly what it should do. It's exactly what it <laughs> Why should eat do. the organs? That's not where any of the protein and, and nutrition is. It's Scottish, are at right? All. It's kind of like on the lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. kind of like Nessie, but a lot nicer Nessie yeah, than that. It's a horse Ness. And then what? Once the Christians came in, they started being like, well, it's a hooved demon. Yeah, they kind of turned it into something more demonic. And it's like, it, I even mean, though it, it already it, was kind of pretty it's demonic. It's just a really old dinosaur that looks like a horse and it's pulling you into <laughs> and the it's water. It's called a kelpie. Eating you. It's got a really sweet, cute name, but it'll eat you. And you tell your children, don't go out at night by the shores or the kelpie will eat you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it originally was, was like, it was a, like warning. a kid's thing. Yeah, it was like a yeah. kid's story. That was like a warning saying, hey, if you go to the water by yourself, there's a high chance you could die. You get fucked by a Kelpie. They wouldn't say, oh, because you're going to drown. No, they'd say because the Kelpie is going to eat you and throw your intestines. Could you imagine waking up and walking out your back? The Kelpie got another one. (laughs) (laughs) This is literally intestines everywhere. I've got some fishing bait. Oh, goodness. (laughs) I'm I'm Nessie hunting tonight, mother. (laughs) Come get me a Kelpie. And I'm going to have me a stout down at the poop. <laughs> Drink me old Yale. Yale? Ale? Yale? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I will worry. <laughs> Cover the I guess overview. we kind of just dive I mean, into We kind of did a little bit of the overview already, but why not just read it out? Uh, through the Celtic world, as it its height covered much of the Western and Central Europe, it was not politically unified nor was there any substantial central source of cultural influence or homogeneity as a result there was a great deal of variation in local practices of celtic religion 
Inserptions of more than 300 deities, often equaled with their Roman counterparts, have survived. But of these, most appear to have been Gengi Lorcrum, local or, or tribal gods, okay. and few were widely worshipped. However, from what has survived of Celtic mythology, it is possible to discern com- commonalities which hint at more unified Pathian than is often given credit. The nature of the functions of these ancient gods can be deduced from their names, the local of location of their (laughs) (laughs) insertions, their iconography, the Roman gods they were equaled with, and similar figures from later bodies of Celtic mythology. That's amazing. I mean, we both have fumble fucks in the mouth, so I'm just going to throw it up to that it one. It just happens naturally, people. It, it's only like every five to ten episodes. My brain and my mouth yeah. don't work together <laughs> 95% of the time. All right, so Celtic mythology is found in a number of distinct, or, yeah, distinct if related subgroups largely corresponding to the branches of Celtic languages. Ancient Celtic religion, known primarily through archaeology sources rather than through written mythology, as a result of scarcity or scarcity of surviving materials bearing written gullish, G A U L I S H, gullish is my get my yes, best guess because there used to be a kingdom that was north of Rome, I believe. It's kind of like and it was called gulash. Mod- it was called ghoul. It just sounds like goulash to me. I keep wanting to say it's goulash. It's probably... It's probably damn close to that, probably honestly. Probably goulash, bro. That's where we get goulash from. Yeah. Little do from we know goulash. And goulash. Yeah, little do we know is actually that. Uh, really, what it used to be is ground-up ghoul. Oh, fuck. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> it sounds yeah. very cannibalistic. More cannibalistic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it is summarized that most of the Celtic writings were destroyed by the Romans through a written form of goulash using Greek. Latin and North Italic alphabets was used as evidenced by votive items bearing inscriptions in Gulish and Caligny cal- in the Caligny calendar. Julius Caesar attests to the literacy of the Gauls. Yeah, I think you're right, honestly. It's probably Gauls. I literally just watched a show, show a about Julius, Julius Caesar like yep. last week. So yep, you got it then. My knowledge is ripe is ripe for the pickings <laughs> but also wrote that the their priests the druids were forbidden to use writing to record certain verses of religion significant or religious nig- you had it right and significance and that fucked up harder you read exactly what was there yep well also <laughs> nothing that the Helvetii had a written census yeah that's that <laughs> and basically people of rome once they are introduced to burn a it. lot of these new ideologies and things would relate them to their gods and because you know rome wasn't built in a day no it wasn't it was built in two and then they pillaged and burned everything else because they wanted themselves to be the biggest baddest of them all kind of kind of well in a way I mean, there was a lot of things that happened. There were some really bad empires. <laughs> this is a really there were some bad... really good empires. And there was a lot of 
Fuck you, I'm getting rich. I want to be rich as they come. You see that king? His wealth is mine. Yeah. I don't know why I get so monotone and dark whenever I think of stealing money from other people <laughs> like that. I just do it. It's amazing. Uh, Irish mythology is kind of fun because who doesn't know the luck of the Irish? I Irish? I don't even know. How do you say Irish accents? How do people do it? How can people talk normal like me and you and just 180 to a completely different accent? I don't no get idea. it. English is amazing like that. It's just a melting pot of diversity. Because I wouldn't know if someone was speaking to me in a different language if they had an accent. They Look at Tom a... Holland. He's British as all fuck. He and can then speak he, and then, Yeah, and then he's Spider-Man and he's like, oh no, look at this. I'm totally white. And then he's like, well, you see here, blokes. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I can't even do a good British accent. I think he put him a little further south than where he's from there. Because you know I'm from Nassau. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only Anyways, accent I can do. back to the Irish mythology, people. <laughs> the oldest body of myths steaming from the historic, heroic age, sorry, is found only from the early medieval period of Ireland. As Christianity begins to take over, the gods and goddesses were slowly eliminated as such from the culture, which survives, includes material dealing with the Tuthia de Danon, and <laughs> there's probably an accent I had to say there, but... Tuthia de Danon. There's like an umlaut over the E. So <laughs> umlaut. Uh, and the fom- Fomos, that's what I'm calling them. Fomorians? <laughs> Fomorians? FOMOS. That sounds good. FOMOS. FOMOS. <laughs> <laughs> Which forms the basis for the next text, Cath Mage Turd. I don't Turd. know. Turd. Turd. <laughs> Turd. The Battle of Magtyrdia. I don't know. <laughs> These oh my words. God. Oh my gosh. We should stop talking about foreign stuff. This is getting harder and harder the, every time we pick America. another topic. <laughs> and I read through this and I was like saying it in my in head. My and head I was like, it it's makes good. Sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's this. And then I try to say it out loud. And it's as like, well Bleh. as the proportions of the history focused more of stuff. The Book of Invasions. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bold translations right Bold. there. Bold. For us. The Book of Invasions. The Todd. Something with the Uma represents the functions <laughs> of human society, such as kings, ship, crafts, and war. Well, the FOMOs represent chaos and wild nature. <laughs> the FOMOs. <laughs> I just love that. It's like, I can't say the other word, so it's FOMO. <laughs> yeah. And then we could call them the Ta- or like Tua. It's how it's spelled, too. It's Tua. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tutha. The Tuatha. Because it's just Tua. Uh, the Degada. Degada? I swear names are made up just so we can't say them and it's like simple like two syllable things that's just like I've never seen anything spelled like that in my entire life if we had Irish accents it would sound right it would come out like a wee bit of Irish (laughs) (laughs) the leader of the gods for the Irish pantheon appears to have been the digda 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 the digda the diggity die <laughs> was the figure on which male humans and other gods were based because he embodied ideal Irish traits. Which, when I think of Irish people, I think of good red hair, beer. good at drinking beer, pale skin, freckles, <laughs> like long green tube socks, big bellies, like the beer tire gut, like you know, like because they're drinking Loves all that himself beer. a peacoat, <laughs> very much so, and those uh. Those, like, um, flat, almost, like, little-brimmed hats that are, like, kind of suede, and you wear them to the side a little bit. I forgot what they're called, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's how I. F- Maybe that's... a scarf. Yes, very much so. It's like, like properly dressed. Yeah, properly. Yeah. I love that. Uh, the particular character of the Digdula <laughs> was the figure of burlesque, lampoonery, 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 in Irish mythology. I think that's how you say it. lampoonery. I never heard that. I've heard of a uh, national lampoons. <laughs> I mean, so he's a he's a larper. <laughs> he's larping. He's larping hard. And some authors even conclude that he was trusted to be benevolent enough to tolerate jokes at his own expense. Oh. So he could be like, "Hey man, dig it it And he's like, yeah, "That's a good one." <laughs> like you fucked my name up, but that's fine. Oh my gosh. Uh, Irish tales depict the <laughs> as a figure of power armed with a club. Oh, you know, he was a LARP. I was going to say, I could see him walking around with a billy club. Like, that's exactly what I see an Irish man with is just like his old beaten stick. <laughs> in Dorset, there is a famous outline of an Ithiopathic. Okay, Theophathic <laughs> giant called the Cern Abbas Giant with a club cut into chalky soil. I, this is so weird. While this was probably produced in relatively modern times, English Civil War era, it was long thought to be representation of the digda. (laughs) This has been called into question by recent studies, which show that there may have been a representation of what looks like a large drapery hanging from the horizontal arm of the figure, leading to suspicion the figure actually represents Hercules with the skin of the Naaman lion over his arm and carrying the club he used to kill it. In, in Gaul, it is speculated that the Digda is associated with Sucles, the striker, equipped with a hammer and cup. So, the Digda Hercules, or the Digda killed Hercules. It would make sense that if they saw him as being like a benevolent human being that was because Hercules has always been depicted mostly as like a very good person and like if the tapestry shows a man carrying what looks like a fur and a club and he's like beyond bigger than what he should be like not stature wise but like being portrayed as basically a god that would make sense that it was Hercules related at that point. Because, I mean, everybody knows the story of Hercules. I mean, if you yeah. don't, then you, you didn't get go. taught it in school. And you should probably look it up because it's really good. Or, like, the uh, the Odyssey. Like, I, I had to read that in school. And that was awesome, hearing about all of those crazy adventures they had. Slaying Cyclopses and other things like that. Which, that's another topic for another day. Like, we could talk about the Odyssey for hours because there's so much to go on. But there are some more of these creepy cryptids that go along with this mythology in Scottish, Wales, Irish, like yeah, all of it. There's so many. We could probably do multi-parts to this episode and sit and talk to you about all of them. And But we won't bore you with all we that. We won't bore you with that. We just have a select few that we've found that we th- were pretty cool. Pretty cool. If um, I can read my One being the leprechaun, we already kind of touched on that. Uh, but he there's lives a little... in the woods... Yeah, there's a little more to the leprechaun than really I had even known. Uh, He lives in the woods, like within the trees and the base of trees. Yeah, the base of trees, and he spends his 
life, basically, making a single shoe. That's magical. And he only makes one pair What a year. kind of magic do you think this shoe holds? Do you think it makes you run faster, Well, it makes them for higher? fairies. But what would that give the fairy? Because the fairy already is magical. Even in more some magic. Set. Well, it just makes them stronger. Do like it's an empower. believe in magic? In a young girl's heart. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you had me so going for a minute. I would have belted out the whole damn thing. We don't need to get copyrighted. Because there is superstitions. Raddies on the wall. And it's all over the walls. Just like my brains when I listen back to this episode. <laughs> so, Leprechaun's a gnome, right? Basically. I would say that if it's not its own subclass of cryptid... It is the same stature as a gnome. Same general idea. You think idea. a leprechaun would agree? No. I think he would be like, Well, fuck you then, eh? That's so not it. Stop trying. <laughs> I'm Stop so trying. done. I'm done. You can't do it. It's not happening, Travis. As much as you want so it, we don't have a button to turn you Irish. I'm sorry. Just give me a fader that just makes me Irish. <laughs> oh, my God. The worst part is I will probably still try to do this later. Do you think there's a female leprechaun? Oh, most definitely. There has to be. I mean, like... Or you think they just self Do you think they're asexual? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, or are you No, they that? just, like, split. As soon as they're done making a shoe, they're like, I'm two now. Now I make two shoes. I got a really gross idea. <laughs> they said they make magical shoes. What if it's, like, their magical baby sack, so they just, like, jack off into it? <laughs> <laughs> Babies come out of their shoes. <laughs> Real fucked up thought, but hey... You never know. Magic we, shoes. We don't do know, a lot. and and until we find out, that could be a possibility of how. Hey, if you've are ever made. met a leprechaun, please ask him how he reproduces, because I'm pretty curious now. Pretty tough to see at thirty to fifty centimeters. Yeah, it's fucking tiny. They probably have micro penises. <laughs> terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> okay, so uh, next are shalkies. Uh, I just have to say it like that because it's fun. Uh, these are like. It's hard to say, like, shapeshifters? Somewhat of a shapeshifter. I would say so, because they were humans. At one point. And then they, they changed cursed. to seals. They are cursed through yeah, cur- a life of so, animalistic behaviors. Yeah, so, like, they'd hit the water, turn into a seal. Come back on land, turn into a human being. Eh, they're animorphs? Yeah, yeah. Kind of? Mermaid. Well, it's closely related to, like, the mermaid But they are beautiful. They are mer people that <laughs> Well when they when the Selkie sheds its seal skin seal skin off. Yeah. I wonder what it does. Does it just like take it off like a costume? It just like unzips it from the back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just drops it on the ground. It's kinda what it seems like, honestly. It just kinda like takes a suit off and it's a beautiful human underneath. Yeah. I mean apparently they were cursed human souls is really what it is. That just Human seal. Human seal. But they're always looking for love, which is similar to like the mermaid thing kind of a little bit. I almost want to say it's sad, but like I think it'd be kind of sweet to be able to swim around like a seal until you Dude, see a killer whale. If I could pick an animal to swim around like for a day of seal. An otter be or it. a seal. Otters Either are pretty one. fucking cool. Otters are cool. But that's completely unrelated. Unrelated. <laughs> but there's a cool story with – so – if a female, human female, is seeking to summon a male selkie... Because there's more than one race. There's male and female. Or sexuality, I guess you call it. 
She it, goes to the beach, right? She must go to the beach yep. and cry seven tears to the sea. Precisely seven. Not Precisely eight, not six, seven tears. Seven. Where does she put them? Like into a vial or just I'm, into the sea? Just I think like, they just have to drop into the ocean. And he like gets the scent and he's on it. He's, he's a like, seal so he can swim fast. That fermented and, woman. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm just on one tonight. Fertile female. <laughs> I smell it in her tears. Oh, God. <laughs> Okie dokie, then. Well, we don't know if Selkie is that creepy or not. Kind of sounds like it. Oh, I mean, they said that they were beautiful human beings that turned into these, like, gluttonous seals, which it's quite the drastic change. It is quite the drastic change. I mean, can you have a beautiful seal? I think they're kind of cute. So I mean, they are. I've seen them in person. They're beautiful. They're pretty, they're pretty majestic creatures. They are. They're smart. They're kind of terrifying. Like when I was fishing in Alaska and I seen seals. They're big, right? They would chase your salmon as you're like reeling oh, it God. in. Oh God! And they weren't scared of you. So like, or, 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 or. and they're huge and they're harbor seals. So they were like, oh, do they have like? Could you see their teeth? Like, do they have huge fangs? Because I've seen pictures of. They their... had, I wouldn't say they're like huge fangs, but they could stick them out. Yeah, where it's like, oh, shit. You wouldn't want to get bit by no, one. No, it's probably worse than a dog, if you ask yeah. me. They're a lot bigger than a dog. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they're hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we kind of touched a little bit on fairies, but there's also dark fairies. They're which evil. Yeah, and they bring chaos. And, like, they're basically like Selkies in the fact that they want to, like, enslave men to do their bidding yeah. and then just crush their hearts and leave them. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's like the dark side of it. Like, there's a lot more that probably goes into it, but we're just like touching the surface of the dark, you know, just dark fairy, a little bit here and there. But yeah, so I mean, there's like stories of them, like, you know, like, like enticing a man that plays music that hasn't been able to like make his own song, basically, or like finish a song and then you know falls in love with this dark elf because <laughs> i'm thinking of lord of the rings this dark fairy and then you know he falls deeply in love with her finishes the song most amazing song he's ever wrote and then she goes takes to shit off out of him. he makes tons of money he writes all, tons of more songs that are amazing and then he dies alone yep because she goes to the fuck out of him at the end of it yeah and that sounds pretty chaos to me yeah like, so, dr chaos i mean basically just think of any way someone could Use it sounds like every woman. You. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I took it there. I'm kidding. Women are great. They run this world. Unless she's a banshee. Worse even. They say that if you hear a banshee scream, either you are dying or somebody around you that you know. Typically family. Exactly. Will be dead. And you can hear their screams. So that that means when we heard away. that scream at the cemetery that it wasn't a banshee. I hope not, man. That was terrifying, to be honest, though. Like, that was a wail. Like, and that's what they say it is. It's like a cry. Like a haunted person crying, basically. Just, like, screaming out in pain is what it sounds like. It's probably the best way to say it. And they're found mostly in, like... Cemeteries. Cemeteries, graveyards, spooky places like that. Constantly mourning the death of people. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't want to lay eyes on a banshee. I can only imagine what they look like. Probably just, like, gaunt, like just decrepit looking like ghouls basically is the best way i can think of it zombie woman just of death <sighs> scary i mean that's the scream enough is scared i'd rather see a siren at least she's singing beautifully take me to my death while in that boat <laughs> sing me a song that makes me jump in and drown 
I'm totally fine with a siren singing a song. What's on the agenda next? A tiny little tree man. A spriggan. Sounds like a Pokemon. I was going to say, yeah, like literally a small, what is said to be the soul of a giant in a small, weak, frail body that's made of wood. But if you piss it off, it retains it all the giant out. strength still. Like no matter what, they always will have their giant strength. But they have been said to be seen like Enicho and then like in increasing their size back to what they used to be. Yeah. <laughs> they can evolve. They oh my up. god, it goes from a Charmander to a Charizard? Fucking kidding me? Sprig into a Spriggin' Giant. <laughs> Alright, Sprig into a, a Spriggin' Zord. Enough of the Pokemon references. But I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too easy. Too easy. Oh my god. Uh, the, right. like, the souls are like every Celt- Celtic type soul too of the dead was said to be like judged by all of their gods basically yeah like in the spiritual realm so like they were very tied into their I, I don't want to call it a religion because it kind of is but it also is more of like a like like I guess mythology is the only way I can really think of explaining it because there was what do you say 300 different deities that they worshiped yeah. throughout all of them so that there, there's quite a few yeah uh another little mythology creature is a slough slow slough slough just a slough uh basically it's a giant cloud of evil spirits that have clumped together and so typically terrifying. they come from the west and they're climbing in your windows and they climb through your windows up. and steal souls. They're soul snatchers. Yeah, they're said to uh, take your soul into their cloud of mist or souls, I guess you could say it, and then just add you to the group. This is honestly my favorite. It makes me think, like, what if that picture we got at Mouth Cemetery was oh, a slow? Oh, shit. And it was just a fucking figure trying to find dead souls to accumulate to make yeah, itself better. What if it took our souls? I still feel pretty solely. I feel like I still have a soul. I think. I, I wouldn't hope. know if I didn't, though. Fuck. What does a soul feel like? Fuck. I never <laughs> thought of that one. What does your soul feel like? Have you ever felt your soul? Is it like. Is it how you feel when you're on Molly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tripping balls right now. I can feel my soul. <laughs> that one would get feel me. Feel it in my soul. I would, that would get me. Of my feet. Of my feet. <laughs> I don't even know what this last one I wrote was. Abradiga? No, a- Amtrak. No, I'm just it's kidding. It's not an Amtrak. <laughs> Amber, it's like a... Abracot? Amtrak? Amtrak. Oh, Amtrak. Amtrak. I think that's how I say it. I scribbled it really it's fast. It's a vampire dwarf. Fucking amazing. So cool. He was said to be a dwarf back in the, that time religion period. And he got slayed. They hung him up right, like up, like, like, you know, like hands on the cross, you know, head up. And he came back to life as a vampire and was even more powerful. Sucking blood. And then they killed him again. And he came back again. And then they killed him again. But this time, a druid. Fucking awesome. Love that there's LARPing back in that day with druids. And they're like, I can speak to the forest. But he said, you kill him again. You put him upside down. He ain't coming back. What happened? He ain't coming back. And there's said to be an actual site 
of this. Yeah, the um, I forget where the it was. Burial but... of the Giants or something like yeah, that. Something of the, of the Giants. Giants. Like burial of Giants in Ireland. The Giants burial grounds. Something like that. Something I, it's like that. something. It's like a tree that. and a rock in a very suspicious spot. Giants are real. Let me tell you something. Before we even get on the topics of giants, there has been bones reclaimed from our Earth of actual gigantic people. And that's I all I'm going to say right now. And we're going to end up talking about that because that is a fucking awesome topic that we haven't talked about yet. That we're going to have a somewhat expert, <laughs> a self-proclaimed expert, <laughs> join us. I don't us know that. any real experts. <laughs> so he's going he's gonna to come drop a little bit of knowledge on us because he watched a 12-part series on it. <laughs> and he, he, he knows said, more than I do. without me. <laughs> and I said, fine. We'll Shout wait. out Alex who falls asleep on our podcast. <laughs> the last time we did it, he literally was... Head resting on chest, <laughs> snoring. It's been a long week. <laughs> what do you want from me? I don't know. Maybe your attentiveness <laughs> to talk. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of like that's Celtic mythology wrapped up gist. in a nutshell without it being so like, like, I don't know, boring. Because <laughs> there is a lot of rhetoric in there. And I don't know names like the Gadada. I can't say it right. So it will forever be fun. Forever, people. Whenever we read anything, that includes normal stories. If there's a word we've never seen before in our life, most likely gonna we're going to say it wrong and we're just going to make fun of ourselves. I just have word vomit half the time where I'm just like, yo, I had a long day at work. I had a kid but, button on my butt. I mean, they've kicked it with us for 89 episodes. So If you're still here, you know that our fumble of the mouth is totally worth it three years and still got ain't got better you're gonna laugh see i just fumble fuck when i'm talking <laughs> just like it just fuck. naturally happens because my brain thinks two words ahead exactly i'm trying to get way too far ahead of myself before i'm actually like I'm trying to now, win the race when there's no race exactly well, instead of reading things like this where i have no inflection in my voice i try to keep it light on my feet <laughs> and if i fuck something up i'm gonna laugh at it and make fun of it and then be like yeah there's fomos there's polythenesians like i don't even know if that's a real thing sounds right i mean honestly like it sounds more smart than what i am shit but. what do we know we're just podcasters we're just 89 episodes we're just the open-head narrative <laughs> i was gonna say 89 episodes of open-headed narrative because <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> he still hasn't said anything so we're not letting it go i'll never let it go until he's like all right i guess you guys do a little research and i didn't i was wrong on that thing like i guess some shit wrong i'm not gonna lie but I wasn't wrong on that one fucking point he made. <laughs> like, God damn it, come at me sideways, bitch. <laughs> on a lighter note, <laughs> you know what? We absolutely love our listeners. And I can't, can't believe y'all. Thank you all enough for helping us achieve our goals. Can I get a oh yeah? Oh yeah? <laughs> I'll just do it back. We can't, you know, stop. But thanking you for keep you know keeping us to push on I'll and continue because this can always be very difficult to do as much as we love doing it. Sometimes it can be difficult to get to the mic. Yeah, like when your cats fuck up the mixer, so it sounds like shit the last episode. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully it sounds better to today because we worked on trying to make it sound better. I watched a bunch of tutorials, <laughs> so hopefully the quality's gotten better. Hopefully. Y'all are super excited for episode 100 because we'll be doing a live stream. We actually got a bunch uh, of live streaming coming up this month yes, right here in March. Yes, we do. Yes, we're going to be back on The Obscured State of Mind with our friend Kyle. 
Love that show. With love the, it, love it, love it. I believe that's March 24th. Something like that. Something like that. I don't, know if, I don't know if he's live streaming it or if it's just going to be a video podcast. Either way. But either it's way. It's always a fun top topic. You'll talk. definitely have to go check out his channel when that comes out. We'll provide the links. Check the old one that we were on, too. And just yeah. check out his stuff. He's got really awesome talks yeah, with a bunch has, of random people. Well, not random, but awesome people. Reminds me of Joe Rogan. Like, even being on his show, the way he presents himself, he's, he's Joe Rogan. He's a fucking G. Literally G. He's a G. Very Can't wait to be so. on a show. And who? I don't even know what we're going to talk about. We're probably just going to talk about a bunch of random shit. Honestly... We'll probably end up bringing up what we already have talked about in the recent times, you know, SCPs, all that good stuff, and just shooting shit about stuff, because, you know, that's, that's what it's all about, is just connecting to people and then finding the same mindset and wavelength yes. to work off of. And then at the end of this month, literally the last day of the month, Woo! we are going to be doing a live stream with our good friend Tommy Tombstone. Tommy we promise amongst the we're going to use our fucking mixer this time so we don't sound like garbly gook. Yeah, we're not sure... If- how that happened last time we didn't time. change our inputs because it just changed on us and usually it's all set up correctly but apparently the web microphone really wanted some airtime. yeah it definitely did uh so we're super excited to connect with him and cover i want to know where he's been lately and what he's been yeah, up to yeah he I has talked been to him in a while. if you haven't been checking out his channel he has been doing some really awesome investigations and capturing catching <laughs> really conclusive paranormal evidence yeah i'd say he's right on par with some of the stuff that we've caught i mean not saying like it's a race or like a competition but it's like the if shit you know he's what caught we've is different caught, from what yeah. he's caught and it's awesome to be able to be like yo like i believe in this shit like you caught conclusive evidence that something is very weird about there yeah same with us he went to nunica literally moments after we had left you weren't there that night Mm-mm. but he had nothing happen when we left, we were having shit happen the entire time. Yeah, you guys time. had that random screech in your face. And it was like, you heard people, and all of a sudden you hear this. <gasps> yeah. Like, what the fuck was that? This is in the middle of Nunica, which is a very quiet, humble county, I would call it. And then I got my fucking wallet snatched by a ghost there. The yeah. next time we went. That you never, did. Never found it. It's, no, it's gone. Never did. It's gone forever. In the realm of ghost. Because I had to leave a sacrifice on their altar, and I just didn't. <laughs> Just light up my red pod and I'll leave you something nice. We've cleared out all the notifications for this episode. I think we're going to put the fire out. Remember, you can find us on pretty much every freaking major podcasting platform. Whether it be Facebook, Spotify, Apple. We're trying to get on Stitcher, but it's becoming... It was approved, but they're terrible with their interface. So fuck Stitcher. You Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We'll probably be up on there soon. But um, yeah, use all the other ones too. And remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes. Bump in the night. Night, guys. I love you.